Hello and welcome to the podcast. Acknowledge them, remember them. My name is Paula. This podcast is a place for parents to remember their babies and to talk openly and safely about them. Each episode I will speak with a parent about their baby who has gone too soon through miscarriage, stillbirth, neonatal death, termination for medical reasons or other reasons. Before I start, I need to say a word of thanks to Anchor FM for hosting this podcast. Anchor FM is a free mobile app that allows you to record, edit and publish your podcast all from your phone and all for free. They have a wealth of knowledge and support so that you can get the best from your podcast. They will publish and promote your podcast on the usual streaming services, including Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker Audio, Apple Podcasts, and a whole host of others, all for free and all from your phone. On this episode, I speak with Zoe, who is mum to Charlie. Charlie gained his wings at 16 weeks gestation in February 2020. Hi Zoe, um, welcome to the podcast. Hi Paula, how are you? I'm not too bad. Thank you for coming on. And thanks for having me. <clears throat> um, you are Charlie's mum. Yes. And Charlie was born last year. He was the 22nd of February 2020. All the twos. Yeah, <laughs> not an easy day to forget or anything. No. <laughs> um, so whenever you're ready to, um, I'd love to hear Charlie's story. And, and I'd just okay. say, if there's anything that you're uncomfortable talking about, please don't feel pressure to tell me. Just oh, no, I'm, I'm you want fine. To I, me. <laughs> I normally, I don't mind talking about him because you know yourself. You just yeah. like, I'm, I'm used to kind of telling people or my friends yeah. or whatever, like, <clears throat> So let me see. I suppose my situation is a bit different because I am single. I have been single for years and um, I hadn't like met the right person to be going settling down with or mm. anyone that kind of fitted that description for <laughs> years. So um, I decided, I was talking to my friends and I said, like, I really want to have another baby. And uh, like, I was just gone. I think I'm actually going to go to the clinic and try and do it myself with the donor. And um, so I just, they were all behind me saying, yeah, I think definitely you should do that. Um, so I kind of started my research, like to look up which clinics and cost-wise and which clinic was the, the one for me, kind of, yeah. you know. Mm. So I ended up going with uh, the Waterstone Clinic in Cork. Okay. And they have like... A place in Limerick, like part of their clinic is in Limerick, and then the other part is in Cork. And I think they have one in Dublin as well. But so, yeah, so I started on that road, um, you know, finding out everything, choosing donors, just basically, you know, getting all the information and starting the process, like, because it was, I kind of felt like it was years in the making, but then. You kind of just have to go, okay, I have to do this now <laughs> or else it would never happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I did all that. Um, now, because I, th- I can't even remember what year I started, like, the process, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of way with having my consultation and, like, um, I think it was around 41, maybe. So I uh, went to the clinic, had my consultation, then they told me, like, what I needed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I explained like my chances and stuff of, I think I was, I think my friend, my best friend came with me because she was just amazing from the day one. She was like, yeah, I'll be there, um, you know, with me as my, if you like, birthing partner or whatever. <laughs> so I, we, oh yeah, so they tell you kind of what your, your chances are being whatever age and all that. So I think my chances were probably 8% of mm-hmm. conceiving on the first attempt, like, so I didn't have to do IVF now or anything, but um, so let me see. That, I don't know what, what month that was in, but I think it was like the summer before I was um, inseminated. So I got all my blood tests done. Everything was grand. Uh, chose my donor. And then I, it was November 
God, I can't even remember the date now that I'm thinking about it. Um, November 22nd, I think, yeah. um, to go down for insemination. Ooh, and then okay. you have you to wait. Why, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so then you have to wait your usual two weeks or whatever yeah. to do your pregnancy test. Yeah. And that's the just like it. Your life. <laughs> oh, and like when you're doing it my way, it's like, you don't even get the chat, you know, you don't, you have to know everything. So yeah. you're kind of like, even when you're starting your injections, you just want to be pregnant. And when you're, mm. you go down to be in some days, you're just like, I just want to find out if I'm pregnant or not. Like, mm. you know, on that day, but you just have to pray that bloody it'll work. And you're yeah. kind of not one of the ones that doesn't take for like, so, um, I think like, whatever, two weeks later, found out I was pregnant and I was just like, I just actually couldn't believe it. And it was so annoying because it was, I think it was around half three in the morning. You know the way you're first to eat or do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, nobody's going to be up. Should longer. I do the test now? And like, maybe I should just leave it till seven or eight when I wake up for the morning. Like, But I did it at half three. And then I was like, ah, I'm very dead. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, so everything was grand. You do all your, when you're going to a clinic, like, um, they have you bring down for like a six week scan and an eight week scan just to check yeah. that everything's like going well and whatever. And then it's kind of passed over to your GP and the hospital and stuff. So um, everything was going swimmingly, grand, no problem. Feeling grand, obviously, more hungry than usual or whatever. <laughs> and um, so I think, well, I can't remember now what. So I went in for my 12-week scan, I think it was 12 weeks anyway, in the hospital, everything was fine, baby was moving away and doing all, um, you know, like, uh, the usual movements and everything, yeah. I'd had my friend, uh, she came to every appointment with me and every every scan and every everything, she was brilliant, like, so, um, she was, I said to her, like, you know, when you're in those kind of situations, like, you're kind of going, can you just take care of taking photos or yeah. do a little video or whatever? So she has a little picture or a video of, like, what well, well, I now know is Charlie, but yeah. I didn't know, like, what it was yeah. what he was then. But, um, so he was moving away and she got the little video of him turning his back to us, if you don't mind. <laughs> like, hello, I'm trying to write this way. But... Um, so yeah, uh, that was all grand. Still, you know, your I think the next scan after that is probably twenty weeks or something. Yeah. yeah. So um, trying to think now. There was I don't think of any appointments. And then I was coming up to my consultations, uh, you know, with the, the consultants basically for the first time because the last I think the twelve weeks you're with midwives and they're mm. just taking all your details and stuff. So. Um, I think that was, I think my appointment was like the 24th of February or something. Yeah. Which was the Tuesday. <clears throat> and so on the, I can't think of what, I don't know what day it was now. Uh, the Thursday before the 22nd, uh, that was a Saturday. So the Thursday um, night I was going to bed and I was kind of gone, oh, cramps, like, do you know, yeah. that kind of way. So I just put it down to like feeling like, period cramps or whatever so I was just like okay you know just go to bed and relax and whatever and um, so they kind of went on during the night I was like oh gosh I'll just I think I'll just ring my GP and just go in and check like or whatever yeah. because you know like how your bowel can do all yeah, and you're just like growing and the baby's growing so it's your yeah. pelvic Whatever, yeah, so I was putting it down to like <laughs> stretching and all that kind of thing. <clears throat> and uh, what you call it? yeah, so I got I, it was so annoying because my I had no signal in my house for like making phone calls mm. at all that week. So I was like, I said, I rang my, or text my dad and I said, Can you ring the GP and just get a, an appointment to say to her if she has a spare one, like that Friday morning or whatever, so I can go in and just check this out, like you know, because. I didn't want to be leaving us over the weekend or anything like that. So I went into the GP and we checked it out. She said, oh, no, it's probably just your bowel because you're kind of, you know, I was telling her, is it bungled up or whatever? And 
actually heard Charlie's heartbeat, like, for the first time. Um, when she was checking me, like, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't actually hear it in the, the scan at the 12 weeks. But anyway. They tend to not turn on the sounds. Yeah, I think I was kind of looking back at it, I kind of was thinking, why am I after, like, you know? But, um, so yeah, I just uh, was like, okay. And I wasn't in pain when I went into the GP, so I was kind of thinking, you know, oh, sure, it's just, it's past and whatever, Mm -hmm. that's grand. So I had to go off, like, do my shopping or whatever. And I was like, thank God I'm not getting those cramps still because I was wrecked from being awake all the night, like, or whatever. So I was like, okay, it's fine, everything's fine. And I came out of my car and I was on to my friend and I was saying, oh my God, I actually got to hear the heartbeat, everything's grand and all. She was like, oh, brilliant. And like, I can't believe I missed it or whatever, you know. But uh, glad everything was a grand. And then so that was the Friday. And then the Friday night, I went to bed and I was getting all the cramps again. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. Like, I just, you know. I don't really know, I just go through, maybe it's the same with the stretching pains or whatever, like, mm. so, and then I didn't want, I'm not one for taking tablets or anything like that, um, yeah. so I just said to myself, like, in case anything changes, I'm not going to dull the pain, you yeah. know, that kind of way, yeah. so I didn't, like, take paracetamol or anything, so I was kind of, like, there going, oh, these bloody cramps, I was like, jeez, I thought we were rid of all that when you like, like, you know, that kind of way. Um, so then the Saturday morning, I think I was awake early because I was still getting the cramps and I was like, oh, Jesus, it's so annoying. And I was texting my friend on, like, passenger or whatever, and I was saying to her, oh, yeah, you know, that's the thing all night, so I'm wrecked, I'm just sitting in the bed. And um, actually, I noticed I was, like, having to put the phone down to kind of, you know, read the through yeah. the cramps and I was like oh jeez these are getting worse like and uh, I just thought to myself god I'll just take a note like how, what time do you know between because yeah. they were kind of coming and I was like you know why it's all the contractions, but maybe they shouldn't be contractions but maybe they yes yeah, so I just like, was yeah. like looking at the clock going and then I picked her up and go oh sorry I had to put the phone down there because that one was bad or whatever like and so then she goes, oh, you'll just, shouldn't, you should get yourself a hot water bottle or whatever, do you know? Mm. And maybe just take paracetamol or something. You don't have to be a martyr like this, yeah. you know? And I was kind of going, oh, I don't know, I'll, I'll see. But so I put the phone down, went in and tried to get a hot water bottle. And while I was like waiting for the kettle to boil, I was standing there, bent over, going, oh my God. It was like, in, you know, it was proper like contraction, really, mm. when I think about it. And I was just like, oh, God, this is just like... And I couldn't open my hot water bottle and it was driving me mad. Because I was like, I just need to get this on me, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> to get away the pain. Like, so got back into the bed anyway and sat there for a little bit, looking at the three minutes apart. <laughs> and I was just going, oh, my God, these are like getting closer or whatever, you know, or I'm stronger, kind of, so... I I said to my friend, I was like, oh, I think I have a bit of movement, so I'm just going to, I'll text you in a few minutes with the good news. <laughs> like, yeah. Thinking I was going to have like a movement or whatever, do you know, if you get what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I said to her, yeah, I'll text you in a few minutes or whatever, and um, went into the loo, and all I can describe it was like, I don't know, what was it, it was like a fire hose or something. Right. Literally, not not the number two if you like mm. but just I think I didn't even know if that was me having the baby like do you know what mm. I mean it was just it came out so fast and I was just sitting there and I looked down and I was just like oh my god the toilet was like a full of blood basically sorry for no it's okay sorry and, you know in front of everybody and everybody's first of them to hear but it was just like oh my god like Seriously, what am I supposed to do now? And I was just like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, because I didn't know if, like, the baby was actually in the toilet. Because, like, you know, when yeah. they're doing scans, you don't know how big. Like, yeah. is it possible for them to come out? And, you'd, like, just like that. It was so forceful. It was unbelievable. It was just, I don't even know how to explain it properly. Like, it was just like a fire hose being turned on. And I was like, 
oh my god I can't believe this is happening and I just didn't know what to do like so um, my son who was eight was up or well he's eight now he was upstairs and uh, I had to call him down and I was saying quick get my phone quick because I couldn't move like you know I didn't want to Breathing all over the place, like, and so I had to, like, try and stop crying or whatever and Mm. get him to, so that he wouldn't be getting worried, like, or whatever, Mm. you know. So I just basically had to get him to get the phone, and I texted my friend that I'd been talking to and just said, oh my God, like, it's just all blood or whatever. And then she tried to ring me, but I was kind of trying to figure out what I was doing. So I, like, had to stand up and try and get into the shower and walk over to the shower, like, and I was just there with my legs stuck together, okay? Mm. It was so bad because I didn't know if anything was going to be... I didn't know, like, if baby yeah, yeah, was in me or yeah. if it was if he was going to fall out, like, you know, this is horrible for people, but I was like, I don't know what to do. Do you know You never mm. know what's going to happen, like. So um, I basically just walked over to the shower and was like, oh my God, like, because I couldn't have gone anywhere, do you know, that way, just like that or whatever. So then I managed to, whatever, dry myself off and I was still, but the legs stuck together going, oh my God, what the hell do I do? So I was like, I was like, right, I need to text my best friend or ring her to say like, like, I think I'm losing the baby or whatever. And I was, I knew, I couldn't even talk properly on the phone. And I remember her husband answered the phone and I was just like, uh, hi, can you put Linda on? <laughs> Whatever. And I was just like, oh my God. And she was actually getting ready to go out and bring her, one of her kids or her kids mm-hmm. to football training like on a Saturday morning. So I was, I literally just broke down. I was like, I think I'll do with the baby. And she was like, oh my God. She was like, right, I was just walking out the door. I'm on my way or whatever, you know, like she lives up in Wicklow. Mm. And I'm in Mayo. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, yes, that's grand. So I couldn't, because I couldn't ring, like, I didn't have any signals, so I yeah. couldn't ring doctors or whatever. So I was just like, oh my God, can you contact my dad and my sister? Like, mm. <clears throat> and when I was trying to get Luke to pack a bag and to pack something for myself or whatever, do you know, that kind of way, because mm. um, I knew I was going to hospital, like, you know, so. I literally, uh, what you call it, I said to like put everything, whatever, in the bag, and I was trying to still say calm, but I was kind of saying to him, I think something's wrong with the baby, like, do you know that kind of way? Mm-hmm. I think I said, I don't think this, I don't think, I was like, I don't know what to say to him, like, mm-hmm. because he was so looking forward to having, like, baby brother mm-hmm. or baby sister, like. Mm-hmm. He was just, he was like, even when I told him when I was eight weeks after I'd come back from the clinic from that, you know, when you get certain kind of good news, you're like, yeah. right, everything's good to go now. I'll just tell him, like, you know, that kind of way. But so I surprised him anyway with the little teacher or whatever. And uh, he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm nearly crying because he was so happy. Like, mm. so I was kind of, I was aware of breaking or, you know, Fashion that dream of yeah, his as well yeah. that I was just like oh mm. my god I can't believe I'm going to have to tell him something is going on like you know because yeah. you so, think yourself not saying that you're strong enough but you'll think yourself like oh well like I can bear the pain but you just don't want to break their heart oh completely like I was just, and I knew you know because because he was so like I was explaining to him I've always been, I'm always like you know informing him yeah. of what's going on and uh, he knew about me going to the clinic and what plan was. You know, I said, no, it might work, but we're just, I'm just going to try. And he was so happy. And, oh, it's great. And it'll work. Don't worry and everything. And I'm going sit, like that morning sitting on the toilet. I was just like, oh, my God, like, this is crap. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is going to be crap. The, the outcome, I don't, I didn't even know, like, if the baby was still in me, basically. Mm-hmm. And my poor mom had... um she had uh, like a couple of miscarriages before I was born and they were told her, they were like saying to her, you know, you're not going to be able to continue to have, try and have babies because you won't be able to carry them full term. Like, yeah. so she had had a baby. I don't even know what, like how far gone she was, but 
she had actually had the experience of going to the loo and passing the baby, basically. So I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. It's like, do I flush the toilet or do I leave it there? And then I thought, well, I'm going to hospital in my head, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. So I didn't want, like, to leave it just all undone in, in the bathroom if anybody has to come back and be, like, trying to get yeah. stuff for me or I just didn't know what to be doing. So I was like, oh, my God, I have to flush the toilet. Mm. <laughs> and it was so horrible because I was like, I don't even know if he's in me yeah. or if he's in there and if I flush it and they say you not bring him with you like do you yeah. know that kind of way so I just oh it's just horrible it's absolutely well you know you just don't ever want to no. imagine having to go through anything like that so um, yeah so anyway my best friend rang my family like and just said they lived like 10 away 10 minutes away from me so they she explained to them what the story like and uh, my sister rang me in a little while to say like okay I'm on the way to come out and get you and I was like no no I mean I'm hopping in the car I'm on my way like because mm-hmm. no point waiting for them to get over to me to yeah. go back on ourselves kind of so yeah we I got this in the car so I drove the dog and hopped in the car and then just I was like you know when you're driving and you're just like we just need to get there and it's like Oh my god! Like I don't know what. I was just like, oh my god, I can't do. And he was sitting in the back of the car, like mm. kind of jolly, but not jolly, and just unaware of the magnitude of yeah. what was going on. And I was just there, going, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Mm. <laughs> you know, like all your dreams are just literally crushed yeah. and yeah. stamped on and whatever. Um, because it was just such a long time coming. You know, yeah. that kind of way that you're like, I finally. I'm living the dream, like, <laughs> if you like, but, um, oh, yeah, it was just, I don't know, terrible. So I got over to my dad's house and they were like, oh, my God, are you all right? And I was just like, oh, then I started to break down. So I was like, oh, there's people here that I can actually, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. let kind of go and not be strong. have to kind of, you know, not be in earshot of Luke and stuff. So it was like, I just... I rang the hospital actually and rang the, was able to actually ring them and say this what's happening and they said yeah you just go straight into A&E tell them what's that like you know that you might be miscarrying or whatever mm-hmm. and um, then they'll bring you through whatever so I was like okay hopped in the car and uh, my sister drove me over then and so by the, she went off dropped me in the car and uh, I think they brought me in by the time she got there or whatever mm-hmm. I can't remember now um, I went then I was brought in for you know like a one of the little rooms in A&E mm-hmm. just to be checked like and there was this such a nice doctor she was so nice I'm actually thinking back I actually remember saying to my best friend I was like why do I keep calling her a nurse like the poor woman is <laughs> just like you know more qualified and I was like oh the nurse was in earlier or whatever later on but anyway, this lovely doctor, she was so nice, and I explained to her what happened, and she's like, okay, well, I'll do a scan on you or whatever, and I was just sitting, you know, lying out on the bed, and she's checking away, and I was like, I just want to know, like, is the baby, is he still in me or whatever? Mm-hmm. Is he still inside there? Or, like, thinking of, I said, I flushed the toilet, and I was just like, oh, my God. She was like, no, 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 I'll just have a look here, and she then was able to tell me, you know, the baby's still there. And I was like, oh, thank God. It's like, I was just there, thank you, God. You know, because there would have been no proof, like, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so then she was like, oh, right, okay. So I just wait for the consultant to come in. And I was kind of going, oh, God, okay. And I remember just lying on the bed in this room, like, you know, while she was examining me or whatever. And there was a tiny little window. You know, these things that stick out in your head mm-hmm. and you're just like, I was like looking out the window and it was like branches of a tree and a little bird, whatever, was, you know, hopping around. And I was just thinking, okay, just concentrate on that now. There's nothing you can do until consultant comes in. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to be told? I was like, at least he's still in me, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then just such a lovely consultant came in and he was like, okay, let's have a look here. And I explained everything again. And... 
I think she was kind of, the doctor was trying to tell him, fill him in or whatever. And then he was able to tell me, he was like, I'm terribly sorry to say, but there's actually no heartbeat. Like, mm-hmm. And I just remember bawling, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just completely going, I can't believe this is happening. Like, And I just actually said to her, thank God he's still in me. Like, mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know it was a he, like, but... Yeah, I was just like, I can't actually believe this is happening. I'm sorry. I really am so sorry. (laughs) Sorry. It's just... God, to have gone through all of that. I I have no words. I'm sitting here in shock. I know, sorry. No, no, don't apologise. Don't apologise. It's just... it's, it's, It's absolutely... It's just so shit, and I have no words. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, he was like 16 weeks. So um, I was kind of going, oh, God, like, and so they said, have you anybody here with you, like? So I was kind of going, oh, yeah, quick, my sister's out <clears throat> in reception, like, you know, she, she knows I'm in here, but she doesn't know, like, what's going on or whatever. So um, she, they went out and just called her in or whatever, and then when she came in, I had to, so I had to just tell her like um, you know oh no the baby's gone or whatever and she was just gave me a big hug and the two of us were just hugging like and um then I kind of was like okay what happens now like what, what goes on or what you know like what do we do and so then they were saying, these are the options. Um, like, you'll be admitted or whatever, and you'll go up and stay in the ward. And then, you know, about the, the tablet, mm. I don't know, it's a mail plot that you can <clears throat> have to actually, I don't even know the names of stuff, like, yeah. but that you can have to bring on labour. Kind of bring on or induce it or whatever. Mm. So. I was like, okay, and so then they were like, we just have to wait now for a wheelchair, and I was going, oh, I'm grand, like I can walk, I'm not that bad, or, you know, I had got over the fact that anything kind of could fall out, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, that sounds terrible, but, um, so yeah, I was just like, no, it's no bad, and they were like, no, 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 you have to wait for the wheelchair, and I was like, okay, but um, they were just so nice, like they were, the, the doctor and the consultant that was actually in with me, I was just like, you know, because you're just kind of faced with this stuff and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is actually happening to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that way. Yeah. So then they reeled me up anyway to, I was brought to the gynae ward, mm-hmm. which I actually, I kept saying to him, but the maternity ward is over that way, like, mm-hmm. you know, and there I said, oh, so maybe because I'm in the lift, I don't know where I'm going and the, the, so uh, the doctor, I think she came up with me and she kept saying, oh, no, no, we're bringing you over to the gardening ward. And I was like, like why am I, I thought the maternity ward was for people who were having babies, like, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of way. But obviously you don't ever hear about where you go when you're losing your baby, like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, what you call it? yeah, so um, then I went up to the ward and they were all just so, like, the nurses were just, unbelievably nice mm. and I had to um, so yeah I had to go up and then all the nurses were just absolutely amazing they were so nice like and they were really, really like understanding and everything you know that kind yeah. of way um, so they were like well we'll get you changed here put on your lovely stockings and your gown or whatever <laughs> and I was just like oh lovely and they were like, we'll just get you organized and then we'll bring you down to your own room. And I was thinking, oh my God, it's like, they haven't even given me a room, like, you know, that kind of way. But they were like, no, you'll be much more comfortable and it's more private and whatever. And so then brought me down to the the room, like, that you kind of go into or whatever. And it was just, a, you know, private one bed in the room. And uh, so then... Um, at this stage, like, my friend was still on the way over or whatever. I was just like, yeah, I knew. I said to her, please don't be driving like a maniac yeah, yeah. on the way over. But so my sister was on to her, like, well, I was being kind of, you know, 
told all bits and pieces yeah. and we were checking to see how she was getting on and stuff and um, so yeah then they were telling me you can have the tablet and then you know it'll start and it might be an hour or it depends on your body how long all this whatever you like to call it uh, thing kind of the various hormones it all yeah. happened like mm. and it was the weirdest I don't know like it was just so odd because you're kind of it's so surreal that you're just like okay yeah that's fine and then like my friend was still coming over so then I was you know like I'm waiting to see her like as well do you know that kind of way yeah but my sister was there and she was like you know just there basically and supporting me and stuff and they were kind of Still going, I can't actually believe this is happening. Like, you yeah, know, it's, I was just shocked. You're, you're, you're in and denial and everything. Like, well, that's it. I kept saying, but like, at least he's still in me. Like, yeah. you know, that kind of way. And I kept saying, I just can't believe that it's all like, oh, just terrible. Yeah. You know, when you think of it all just coming to an end after everything and tests and appointments and that everything was successful. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And even like the clinic was like, oh my God, first try, that's brilliant because you're one of the 8%, like, yeah. you know, mm. that it works for, like, so then eventually my friend managed to make it over and she was like, oh my God, like my car was breaking down <laughs> on the whole way over. If she went over a certain speed, like, she was just like, car just cut out and I had to come in and go to the side of the road. And I was like, well, that is my mom because she passed, like. I said, making sure that you're taking your time and making sure you get down to me safely. Like, she, her car was fine, I think, before that. Like, mm. so, you know, it's just because she was literally putting the foot the floor trying to get over to me as quick as she could. Like, <laughs> and I was able to describe, like, I was able to say to her, look, we're not moving, things aren't moving, so we'll get here in enough time or whatever. Like, but, um, so yeah, she was there and it was the oddest thing because she was talking about her car and stuff and I had to say, I'll ring my mechanic and get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting in the hospital bed going, hi, like, I'm wondering if you can take a look at my friend's car. Like, and he's like, oh yeah, that's bad about that. But her, um, and she was describing everything and then, you know, like you fill out your time. That's the craziest. I was going to say, because like we were, I can remember, um, not saying that you're filling out times. I can remember actually um, after I'd had Tyke, I had obviously had a little tear. And oh, yeah. I'd seen the nurse or the midwife coming towards me with, she actually was coming towards me with a clamp for the, um, oh, God. Oh, what's the word? For the placenta. But yeah. I thought she was coming towards me with a scissors <laughs> in order to have to cut. Now, we've oh, been born and everything at this stage, but I had no clue, like. Yeah, you're just like, going, you were not coming near me with that thing, and she's like, "No, this is a clamp. Don't be so silly." But like, we're kind of saying stupid stuff, and it was like we're laughing and joking. And I suppose anyone looking in would think this is not a time for laughing and joking. No. But when you're there and it's you're in shock, you're just so, like, it's like, well, if I, I either laugh or cry. So you know, if I can make yeah. a bit of a joke here for a minute, you just be plenty of crying. Like ease going the on tension, well, then you know, just do it. Like, yeah. Oh. God terrible that wasn't it like um so yeah we were like having all these crazy conversations and like we were standing there going or i was sitting in the bed like i wasn't allowed they were like literally you ring the bell if you need to be yeah. doing anything don't mm. get out of that bed and they were like rugs like and i was like i'm sorry i'm not used to all this like i'm sorry i'm so independent i just can i not even just go to live and they were like no ring the bell we're here for your every whim or whatever yeah. and the nurses were just absolutely amazing like they were just they were so they're like so well trained like to be yeah. dealing with this kind of thing that you're you know you never when you're going through something like that you're kind of like I'm the first nearly yeah. <laughs> or you're not you're aware that you're not but you're like it's your first That's time it. for something crap like this to go on it's the worst thing in the world to happen to you so you're not and they're way. just so Lovely, like, and I was trying to remember all the names, and I was just like, <clears throat> you know, when they stand and just give you the time, and you're just like, oh my god, you're so nice, and I kept saying thank you or sorry, sorry, whatever, mm. and um, so I had like the tablet or whatever, and you know the mouthless thingy, whatever yeah. it's called, 
Um, and they were saying it could be an hour, it could be whatever. And I'm actually really sensitive to, to like, tablets, I suppose, yeah. um, or medication and things like um So I was, I think it was 20 minutes after having it, and the, the cramps started, and I was like, oh, here we go again. And the cramps, I was like, I only went through this for the last two nights, like, you know. Um, and then... <clears throat> I can't remember, I think it was around, I don't even know what time that was started, like, but I think it was around five o'clock on the, the 22nd, like that. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, these pains are getting, you know, more like contraction-y yeah. type things. And uh, so they were saying, oh, right, well, we can give you some paracetamol to just help, you know, because they're trying to, you're kind of forgetting that you're like, what's about to happen? Do you know, mm-hmm. that way you're not going to be getting the, lovely crying baby no. coming mm. into the into the world like and you're kinda of going they're like, Oh yeah, here we'll give you some paracetamol and I was like, Okay, thank you but mm. like, you know, I can do it but I, you know, they're kinda of just going, I'll just be kinder to myself like yeah. mm. um so yeah, uh that's what me I think it was five o'clock or whatever and it was so oh, I don't know, it's just so um mad when you're I was kinda of lying or sort of sitting, you know, lying kind of sitting mm. down in the bed. And I kept saying to them, I think I'd be better if I'm not standing, but not in the bed, like, you mm. know, thinking of gravity and all that for, like, when I was having my first son, that I was kind of, I went, no, no, I was really quick on him. So and I walked and it was all gravity kind of <laughs> stuff going on. Mm. Um, so I was saying to them, no, no, can I just get out of the bed, like, or whatever. And they were saying, okay, if you want to sit, like, this is terrible, but if you want to sit on the commode, like, and whatever, yeah. and it might help bring it on. I was like, oh, yeah, I think I'll be just much more comfortable sitting up rather than lounging yeah, back yeah, or yeah. something, yeah. you know? Yeah. So then another contraction or whatever came, and I was just came, and I was just like, oh, my God, I think he's like, or I keep saying he, but I didn't know at that stage what it was having, yeah. like. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so then I, I said, I think, it's only probably the other push or whatever and then he came out and I kind of felt like this is weird and it's horrible for people but I felt that was, he was kind of still hanging or whatever yeah. if you get me so I was like versus like I think you know he it's, I said he's still coming out or whatever so they were able to help me and then I kind of falls back onto the bed after that and uh, I remembered them just saying oh my god she's perfect mm-hmm. like your beautiful little boy is just perfect and his little hands and feet or whatever and I was just like then it was all real you yeah. know mm-hmm. proper real <laughs> it was just like oh my god I just had a baby like yeah. and it's a he like you know that kind mm-hmm. of way and uh, I didn't know because of you know you're only like 16 weeks whatever I didn't actually know if you were able to be seeing See like the baby you know so I was just like, oh, my gosh. I said, like, I don't even know if I can ask this or what am I allowed. I said, is there any way I can see him? Mm. And they were like, of course. Oh, my God, of course. Like, And so they said, but we'll fix him up first for you and then we bring him back into you. And I was just like, and then I was laid back in the bed and I was like, oh, my God, this is so bloody real. I hate. I was just like a bitch then bawling or whatever. And then um, my poor friend was there witnessing everything. I said, for James, we'll see everything now, <laughs> like, you know, but, um, but yeah, and she was in, as in bits as I was, like, because she's been there from the very beginning, yeah. you know. So it was probably, all, like, in, in, to her sense, it was like, nothing. She was like the husband, you know, she was literally like the husband, we used to call her, in the, whole thing as well. um, the baby mommy, that's what she yeah. used to call her. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we just... Oh, it's just terrible, like. Um, and then, oh my God, they brought him back in and they were saying to me like, oh, did you have a name or anything? I was like, yes, Charlie. <laughs> he, he, I had names before he was even pregnant. Like, yeah. you know, that's how long everything was going on. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is what's going to be as a boy, this is what it's going to be if it's a girl, and, and, yeah, so it was just a bloody, like, you know, 
you're just kind of still, I think, it's so surreal that you're just after giving birth, it was silent. Yeah. You know yourself, you're like, it's so weird, like, and you're kind of left there in limbo land or something. Yeah. I'm not. But so she actually, the two of us, like, were just there, you know, crying or whatever and hugging each other. And then they, they brought Charlie back in. And in the cutest little, like, I was kind of nervous about looking, you know, because they kind of covered it over when they were bringing it in, just because they were in the car door or whatever, like. Mm. And, um, like, I just, I think what got us both was the fact that somebody actually went to the bother of, you know, having gone through something like what we I was going through. Mm. And, and thought of other people to actually make the experience more comforting, like, you know, that yeah. kind of way. Um, the little, the tiniest little crib like that, I don't even, I don't even know how they knew. <laughs> I used to be putting there probably for like 16 weeks or, you know, yeah. a couple of different sizes. But it was the most beautiful little crib, if you like, um, tiny, mm. you know. Um, and he was just laid out lovely and... It had a little kind of knitted blanket over him and everything and little crocheted butterflies that one for me and one for him kind of mm-hmm. at the bottom of the little crib like and I just remember I said can I can I move the blanket like whatever they were like you can do whatever you want he's your baby like you yeah. know and I was so afraid of touching him because like his little skin was transparent like yeah. still because he hadn't got the pigment or whatever at mm-hmm. that stage like but I was just blown away by how absolutely perfect he was like yeah. you know he like you could see like his little veins yeah. every part of his body and just the miracle of life basically but he was just absolutely perfect like yeah. and it was so nice because everybody like you know they, they were actually genuinely saying to me oh my God, he is gorgeous, he's perfect. Like, mm. you know, I don't know if they say that to everybody, but they were like, look at his perfect little hands and his perfect little feet. And I was like, I know, it's amazing. Like, you know, because you're kind of, when you see things on scans, it's not clear, like, you no. know, how formed and how whatever. You're just looking yeah. at, like, one side of them or whatever. Yeah. And I was just, um, because of the little crib that he was in, I was just like, we were just more... I think mesmerized about how gorgeous he was and how it was, there was so much detail kind of thing. Mm. I don't know, like, and then the whole little crib thing, we're like, oh my God, it's just so thoughtful and lovely. And mm. the nurses were like complimenting him and everything. And they were just, you know, like just being sincere and completely genuine, like, you know, that mm. kind of way. And they were like, oh, you know, well done. And, congratulating me kind of on a beautiful little baby boy like yeah. and I was just kind of going yeah like he is beautiful and he is mine and I am yeah. you know his mom like his you know mom, that kind yeah. of way yeah. but uh, yeah so then you're just kind of like what am I allowed to do or whatever and I don't know what we did for the few hours and then my friend like she had to, she was going home to stay with my, my dad or whatever and um so I was kind of there for the evening, like, you know, just, God, I'm wrecked, I'm no sleep, and then all of this stuff, and I was kind of going, you know, then you can eat or whatever, just, you can't eat for a certain time in case you need to go have an operation or whatever, yeah. Or DNCs or whatever, like, but I think everything was grand there, and so they were like, would you like some tea and toast? And I was like, oh my God, I'm bloody starving, yes. <laughs> you know, because you wouldn't have eaten, like, for, I don't know, how long or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, after that night was just like I was able to keep Charlie in the room with me, which was so lovely. Like yeah. I didn't have to let go of him, kind yeah. of, until I was leaving the hospital the next day or whatever. But um, the night was the longest night because you're just lying there trying to sleep, crying, and you're just kind of going. I kept looking at him, going, "But you're so perfect." Yeah. It's like, oh my god, when you have to come leave like I remember handing them over when I was leaving you know at the desk or whatever yeah like here's my little boy whatever and they were like you know we'll be we'll the morgue will contact you to you know for you to collect him because I'd actually asked could I do could I bring him home or could I bury him like you know mm-hmm. so um they were like of course no problem they were just you know when they give you the options that there's a 
plot here or wherever in the hospital has a plot mm. or mainly the way these um, <clears throat> or do you want it to be cremated or whatever like mm. and I was like no I want to have home and like just like you know how, send them off properly yeah. I think it was so important for the grieving process like yeah. for me anyway I know mm. other people don't get the chance to do that but I was just so like I kept saying to you I'm so grateful that I had 16 weeks with him you yeah. know that kind of way mm-hmm. like because if I was I think if I was 12 weeks I don't think you'd get to have all that like you know that kind of way so I was just like thank God I'm grateful for actually getting to the 16 weeks if that was all I was getting yeah. you know that kind of way yeah. and um yeah, so I was actually so thankful that I was able to, like, to save some white, you know, I'll, I'll collect them and I'll be burying them with my mom or whatever, like, and she'll mind them yeah. for me. But, and I was actually able to do a naming cer- uh, ceremony part mm-hmm. of the little thing. So it was just so, so yeah, important, so, like. They're so important to, to, you know, give them their name and have them recognised. That's it, like. And obviously that's the whole reason why the podcast came. I was like, like, do I just go to the grave and the tiniest little, oh, that's another little bit further, like, you know, um, it's just like, oh, I don't know. Um, so I was just so grateful for being able to actually bring him home, yeah. kind of, you know, obviously not not in my arms, like. But, yeah, well, not how you wanted to, yeah. But, but yeah. And, oh, yeah, so then I left and they, um saying, you know, the morgue will actually contact you in a day or so, whatever, and then you'll be able to come and collect Harry. And I was just like, everybody was so good because as soon as I told him or told them his name and what name he had, mm-hmm. there was nothing else. It was just Charlie this, Charlie that. Like, yeah. and you're kind of going, oh, my Charlie. Like, you yeah. know, the kind of way you're just like, he was like here. Do you know that kind of yeah. way? He is real and he exists and people mm-hmm. are acknowledging him and yeah. saying his name, like, you know. Um, where you, you know yourself people don't know if they should be talking to you about it or say it and you're like it's not going to make me any sadder <laughs> no there's a, I, I know there's a I see it every so often on Facebook and Instagram or whatever one of these things about like if you think by saying my baby's name it's going to upset me um, like, because it reminds yeah. me you know I, I haven't forgotten they've died and while yeah. I might cry they're they're more of a kind of like a, a a tear of joy that you've actually acknowledged them and that yeah, you remember they've existed. And you're um, kind of sometimes you can be taken aback that somebody's actually like, you know, gone. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry to hear about Charlie, and you're yeah. like, oh, oh yeah, like you're kind of going, oh thank you so much, like because yeah. you're kind of going instead of not saying anything at all and like because you're kind of going, no, like I was pregnant, you know, yeah. last week, like, and you're kind of going. But the other thing, actually, when I went to collect Charlie at the morgue, I just, like, they were so lovely even in there. And I remember going in the door with Linda, like, and the two of us were kind of going, I've never been to a morgue before, mm-hmm. like, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And it's lovely. It's not like what we'd imagine From a morgue to be, yeah. like, <laughs> um, like it's it's like going into a funeral parlor, kind yeah. of, mm-hmm. you know, where there's this lovely area and, like, candles and whatever going on you know, to make it peaceful and stuff. And I remember, like, just, they were like, there you go, and we're very sorry, and blah, blah, blah. And I just remember looking over in this tiny little white coffin-like, mm. or box-shaped, you know, coffin. And it was gorgeous, like, and mm. I just remember looking going, oh, my God, like, that's <laughs> it, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And I remember say, signing for him and everything and saying, thank you thanks a million, whatever, to the guys mm. in there, and walking out, and I just was holding the little coffin, going, mm. this is like the biggest kick in the face, yeah. like, ever. <laughs> you know, you're going, there's it, and I, I hate referring it to as a box, like, but like a square yeah. shaped, little tiny white, like, they make it nicer than what it is, like, you know, mm. that kind of way, and I was just walking out the door, and I just said, Linda, this is like, the biggest kick in your face like yeah. and I know I should be so grateful for having him but I was just like this is literally like going saying to somebody you've done amazing you've got to where you want to be we're pregnant everything's going seemingly you know you're on the right track and then just going oh actually 
here's your biggest kick in the face or mm-hmm. getting down and beating me up like and I was just standing there going oh my little pass and going oh my god like yeah. what the hell or I was that's when I actually started getting really angry and I was in the car at home and I was just like oh my god and she was the exact same she was just sitting there and I found like um yeah I know she, she was I'd say she was trying to stop crying as well but things mm-hmm. were like going it is like it's a total it's like getting a brick shoved in your face like or yeah. something do you know that kind well, of way there's another mom um who I think on one of her podcasts Michelle um, she said the only way she could describe it was a sledgehammer to the face that's it yeah and you're left there going thanks for that like yeah. what the hell am I supposed to do now like and oh my god and then you arrive home and you're like my room my spare room had all of the stuff mm. like because I had it all there already waiting do you know the way the swing and everything was like I had everything that you could possibly ever want yeah. sitting in my house I, and then I didn't want that all to move like do you know the kind of way yeah. my sister and Linda were talking going should we move the stuff and I was like no don't, don't be moving anything it's not like I'm delusional I need you know if I go back in the house it's all gone it's like that's too bad do you know that's mm. just like you're going back, even though you you have I was still the same people in the house. Like it's kind of the emptiness is there. Yeah. Like you're going. I imagine to bloody movie basket over here, and I, you know, mm. it's just horrible. Yeah, as you know yourself, like it's just you kind of it's like your worst nightmare or yeah. something that you could never imagine mm. happening. And then it's like, oh by the way, this is actually your life. Like it's yeah. just not gonna happen. It's real. <laughs> oh. There's many times I've said that I'm I'm done now. I want to tap out. Uh, oh yeah. I'd like to wake up now from this, and yeah, I I, I can't. But no, and like even the pictures I took because we I was able to you know take pictures yeah. of myself and whatever, and of the gorgeous little crib and everything, and I just like. Uh, a friend of mine from the school, like, um, she does frames and stuff, and she actually, I said to her, can I get you to do a frame? And I had, thankfully, they do the little handprints and the footprints mm-hmm. even on small little baby-like. So she was like, oh, yeah, send me the pictures that you want. So I literally sent her, like, a poem and the picture, the like, the photograph and the little handprint and the footprints and everything. Mm-hmm. There's actually another mom that was... And say in my son's class, he was actually pregnant the same time as me. She was a week behind me. Yeah. And oh my god, like I think that just completely. Oh, that when when that lady had her baby, um, it was just. You know, it's like like another whack in the face. Another kick. It's another kick in oh. the face because it's not. Um, it's obviously in no way do you wish it on anyone. Oh no! Like I wanted this, her to have a healthy pregnancy. Yeah. It'd be grand, but like. But there the is the element head. of like, well, why didn't I get my boy? And you know, oh. why, why was my baby the one that had to die? And yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm I, the I one that went through all that I did to get there. Yeah. I'd be like, yay! You know, you can't just go having sex with somebody and like, oh yeah, I'm breaking that's great, like yeah. for me, you know. Mm. And uh I was just like, Oh my god and then and because we were at different times I I managed to not have to bump into her like if you like yeah. and heard that she had the baby and everything and I just thought, Oh god, I don't know. I can't I can't like yeah. you know, be outside school gates and then go, Oh so yeah, that's and I managed to avoid her for ages and then I remember one day coming out little recently like mm. I think the baby was six months or something at this stage or whatever I think it was September was born and mm. came out little and she was there with her little girl and her the baby girl like and um, I just I was like oh kind of shocked you know and mm. I'm, I'm sure she was like as awkward because it was me standing in front of her and I was yeah. like oh hi how are you and I lit, I glanced at the baby and then I saw how beautiful and everything it was I was just like I couldn't even like here we are talking about acknowledging them remember yeah. them and I actually couldn't even no, but say to her yeah, your baby is beautiful like 
Mm. I was like, I don't know if the words would have come out. I would have been like, ah, crying or whatever. That's, um, that's because there was a lady at the school. Now I'm saying she had a little boy. Um, her little boy would be two this Christmas. So Christmas 2021, he'd be two. So he's a year and a half or whatever yeah. now. Um, so you're talking a good kind of like three years after Tyke had died. Yeah. Um, but she had had um, a baby and I remember meeting her at the school, finding out she was pregnant. And then at one stage asking somebody, people were asking, go, do you know what you're having? She's like, I'm having a boy. And immediately yeah. I was just like, oh. And like, you're just kind of going, so, I don't believe it. Yeah, because <laughs> I was just really like, you know, why does she get to have her boy, you know? And I remember seeing her and I, I ignored her at the school. I used to just kind of wave over at her and I was like, I, I can't yeah. get near her. Even when she came up with the baby, I was like, I can't. Um, so I think one of the days I did go over and I just, I, I barely glanced at him, but I said to her, look, I'm really, really sorry. I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to yeah. come across as heartless, but I said, it is so hard for me to look at you with your boy when yeah. I didn't get mine. I said, it doesn't mean oh. that I'm not happy for you. And it doesn't mean that, you know, like I'm, like I'm genuinely happy for you. I said, that there is an, I always say to people, there is an element of jealousy, but it's not that, you know, that horrible, bitter jealousy yeah, that you'd have, you it. know, yeah. it's it's an envy. You're like, oh, I want what you have. Yeah, exactly. You know, and even to this day, like when I see kind of people getting pregnant, oh. you know, I'm kind of going. Or popping and, and like, out I, and I, you're I, just like going, oh, my God, like it's just so easy for everybody. It's, like, <laughs> it's not even that. Like I, I kind of feel like such a, not saying a hypocrite, like I feel like I don't have the right to be angry at someone being jealous because I'm going, I'm blessed with three children. But I still, but still I hate stop. the fact that, you so, know, no matter how many pregnancies I, I could have, you know, and I'm obviously yeah. not going to have any more, but if I was to go on and have 10 more babies, I'm going every single one of those pregnancies is going to be full of anxiety and yeah. panic attacks and thinking, you know, well, this baby's going to die as what's well. What's this twinge? What's that oh. Yeah, whereas, you know, yeah. all these people that get to just have that bliss, carefree pregnancy where they enjoy everything and they haven't to care in the world and oh life is brilliant yeah and again it's like it's not that you wish it on them it's just that 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 you're going my innocence is gone (laughs) yeah yeah, it's just that innocence that you had is gone you no longer see the world through rose-colored glasses you're now looking going shit happens it happened to me and it can happen. Exactly. And, doesn't happen and like so it. many people say, oh, that doesn't mean it's going to happen again. You're going, oh, God. Like, you know, you're just like, but, and then you've, you're afraid nearly for everybody else that's pregnant. And you're like, oh, I hope to God they don't have to go through. Oh, God. The amount of people that are being pregnant, there's actually a girl at the school at the moment and she was due yesterday. Um and she hasn't had the baby yet and I'm just like I'm in panic mode and of course when I'm seeing her husband at the school I'm like is there any news is there any news because I'm just thinking I'm fearing the worst now thinking okay yeah, she's I... gone over has that happened like um, yeah but then at the same time I don't know what she's having so I'm kind of going like has she had the baby yet right yeah. don't tell me what she's had as long as the baby's fine I don't care but uh, at the same time, I want to make sure that she is all right. You know, so you're kind of yeah. caught between a rock and a hard place. And then if they have a boy, you're like, oh, they got the boy. And you're just like, I can't believe yeah. this is and, and it's <laughs> awful. Like, it, it is awful. And you feel like such a bitch for, like, having oh, yeah. these thoughts. But, like, they it are, they're very, really, because you're the sitting truth, there. Like. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there going, why did they get their boy? What What did they do different? And, you know, why did I deserve this hand that exactly. was served to me? Like, and... And I'm not even, it's not that I'd be jealous or whatever I'd be, we were saying there. It's like, when I saw her, I thought little, I was just like, I was gone. oh my gosh, this is the moment I've dreaded for having yeah. a month. And now it's been like, I, like, I don't even know how we'd have the conversation with her, with the amount of stuff that was going on in my head going, just yeah. don't, just keep it together, keep it together. And I was like, I remember I was talking to her little girl going, oh, about school. And then I was like to her saying whatever. And like, I just glanced and I just remember seeing the most beautiful eyes on this baby. And it was like she was looking through my soul kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. And I like, I was there, how many seconds was I looking at that baby? And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, okay, anyway, better go. And it was all real fast talk. And mm-hmm. I just flew over to the car. And in my head, I was like, get into the car, just get into the car. Mm-hmm firing the shopping into the car. It's like, get the bloody thing and get the trolley put away and just get 
in the car that was lit by Safe Haven. And as soon as I closed the door in the car, it just, it was like the waterworks mm. wouldn't stop. It was just unbelievable. And then I had to do more shopping. So I was like driving up through the town, trying to see where I was driving. And I was thinking somebody was looking in their rear view mirror and I was like, oh, sure, sure. So I've been like in total bits here, like crying. <laughs> Ugly crying, like, you know, yeah. that kind of way. Yeah. And I had to sit outside the other shop that I was going to, like, just trying to pull myself together to go in. I was like texting the girls, like saying, oh my God, like I actually can't do this. This is just like ripped out my heart all over again. Thank you so much for sharing Luke's, uh, Luke, sorry, not Luke's story, sorry. Charlie's story with Charlie. me. Um, well, Luke is involved in the story as well, yeah. the big brother. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for sharing Charlie's story with me. You're very welcome. I'm glad I was able to share it, especially here, you know, like yeah. where it's all, nice and safe for us all to be not having judgment or whatever oh god no no not at all not at all i would like to thank zoe for allowing me to share charlie's story here if you have been affected by anything in this podcast please reach out and ask for support I have listed the names of some support organisations in the episode details. Please know you are never alone. We are all here to support each other. In the next episode, I hope to speak with Rory, who is dad to Lorcan, the little first one.